What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a HeadGum Podcast. I mean, we should talk about the first Jumanji a little bit, right? Or... <laughs> I mean... Should we? Because it has can. nothing to do... <laughs> it has a it, it really has do. nothing to do with our podcast. <laughs> it has something to do with this episode, but nothing to do with our podcast. Uh, I mean, well, I don't know what else to talk about in this cold open. <laughs> Did you okay. see the original? <laughs> yeah, I've seen the original. Robin Williams. Are there no? Is there not a single black person in the original? Jumanji? Yo, that's a good question. Is there a single black person in the original Jumanji? Yes, yes, David Allen Greer. Oh, oh that's yep. right, David yep, Allen yep, Greer. Yep, he's yep, the yep. cop, and he's yeah. like, he's a big, he's he's very funny. He's kind yeah. of like, really, he's funnier in it than Robin Williams is. Ooh, he's, he's kind of more wow. of the comic relief gauntlet thrown down. That's, no, no, but like it's not so much a throwdown. It's like his character is really like kind of the comic relief. I see what whereas you're saying. Robin Williams is like sort of suffering and going through. Like his humor, if you look closely, can also kind of be really sad. You know, like that's true because he was like trapped. Because they really played up the realism of him being trapped inside a game for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and. David Allen Greer is just like the cop who's like, what's going on? Like, whoa, a rhino just trampled my police car. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but that w- but hey, oh, who's the woman in that? Is she also in Jurassic Park? No, I'm no. I'm, I'm being racist. So Helen, so Hunt, Helen is- Hunt is in Jurassic Park. Bonnie Hunt is in Jumanji. Uh, you got I don't know if they're related at all, but they're both hunts. Okay. So, oh, shoot. Sorry. I'm doing this thing where I... Sorry, <laughs> Helen Hunt isn't... What am I doing? Helen Hunt is in is in Twister. No, Laura Dern is in Jurassic Park. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Hunt... Wait, I have to say why I had that Freudian slip. Helen Hunt has an amazing audition for that role in Jurassic Park. And it's like, I kind of wish that she got the part, but she didn't. <laughs> Wait, Helen Hunt is in... Uh, Not Jum- in Jurassic Park. It's not in Jurassic Park or, or Jumanji. <laughs> I was no, like, wait, Helen in, Hunt was in she's Jurassic in Park? Twister. <laughs> yeah, she's in Twister. And something's got to give. Or is it as good as it gets? Ugh, one I, of those it, movies with Jack Nicholson. I don't know yeah. what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Somehow we've spent a full five minutes talking about Helen Hunt, who is not in either of the, <laughs> the either Jumanji of the movies. <laughs> Um, if in case it's it's in case it's playing on my recording, there is a dog here who there, I yeah we hear 
I cannot control it at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. wait. Oh, uh, I, I actually know a little secret. You could. So what? Ha- you uh, get like a little uh, piece of bacon, um, and just you know coax it to come near you, and then as you as you feed it and pet it on its head, just whisper in its ear, Jumanji. I don't like that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, I wasn't don't... finished. I wasn't finished. You have to whisper in its ear. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. There's no way that's a thing. No, that's true. That's, that's a real thing. That's a secret. I thank you. That. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes, and no. there was no other no. way I was getting to that transition. No, I'm going to uh, go ahead and not. I'm going to say no to it. All right, Nick, <laughs> start the show. <laughs> I just want to get the box office real quick. I thought that was like a foghorn sound effect. It's just something that's. Wait, what is? I'm sorry. Hold on. What's happening? Uh, sometimes when John touches his phone, there's like a there's fog a, horn. There's a like huge. A, yeah. So we're, oh, okay. We're, we're good, James. I, um, All right, we're good. We're good. I just needed to see what the um, what the box office was, and I think Rotten okay. Tomatoes is like seventy seven percent. Can you look up Rotten Tomatoes, James? Sure, hold on. Oh, it's I have it. It's seventy seven percent. I was exactly right. All right, ready? Yeah. Welcome to the junk. I mean, welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I'm dancing. <laughs> Hollywood City. Oh, that was for wow. wow. Honestly, maybe the best intro ever. And that was <laughs> that was Sans Gerard. Gerard Milligan is not here. My name is John <laughs> Jonathan Braylock. And, and my name is James the Third. I know nobody heard that. He said his name was James the Third. Because he yeah, did it my low. Name no, is James the third? I didn't ask you to do it again. And my name, <laughs> my name is Zach Cherry. Oh snap! Zach just introduced himself. <laughs> Was I not supposed to do? <laughs> I appreciate. I, I deeply it. appreciate. I it. deeply appreciate it as <laughs> well. Trying to just participate. Uh, we have a special guest. Zach Cherry is here. Um, uh, a friend of of the podcast UCB performer all as you can have also seen him that didn't make any sense you can have also seen him you can have also you can have also seen him on the hit show crashing on hbo facts that's true yeah and i feel like there was another show that i saw you in uh but i don't remember it now there uh what was it search party search party that's right that's exactly the show check them all out search party on tbs i appear for under 30 seconds at a time (laughs) So keep your eyes peeled. I was excited, though. I was like, oh, snap. There's honestly so many people we know on Search Party. And I didn't get an audition for that. Oh, wait. That's not you. I did. We, we all did. We all failed. 
Um, yeah, we all did, and we all failed. <laughs> except <laughs> <laughs> we all auditioned for the dude. Zach what's, Cherry rose to name? the top. Brandon, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, yeah. Brandon uh, and Michael Hall. Yeah, we all auditioned for that part that uh, he played, and obviously, no, I did. I didn't. I mean, I got. Come on, I didn't. You guys know I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't okay. audition. Well, I, nobody needed to know that, James. All right. Well, well no, I. I, <laughs> I didn't know you didn't. But now I know that. You <laughs> now did. you know. Now, now I, I just feel like I just feel like people need to know. Like the fans need to know that not only did I not get to try and fail, I just did. It just didn't happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't even get the opportunity. I just never. Yeah, like oh, black man can't even. Black men can't even see the spot he's supposed to jump to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. That's true. Oh. (laughs) Weren't you also in the Spider-Man movie? I was in the Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Can't Jump. Spider-Man Can't Jump. (laughs) It's so funny how many UCB people have been in Spider-Man movies. I was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wow. We got a couple of Spider-Man. We're in the universe here. (laughs) We got two people in the Spider-Man universe. James didn't get an audition. Um, nope, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to make sure people know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even get. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. None of this has to do with the movie we're reviewing today. Did you, uh, James, did you get an audition for the original Jumanji? Uh, I did. Actually, actually, I did. I got to audition for that. For, one of, the, for, for one of the kids? Uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> I got to audition. I, they were like, we need someone to do ADR for, we need someone to do ADR for that rhino. You know the rhino that like is at the end of the the stampede that's like mm-hmm. mama behind him? Yeah. Yeah, I went in for that. I did ADR for that. Didn't get it. Stampede! Though. I uh, did not get it. That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. But, uh, you know, it's 2017. It's 2017. Good God. It's 2018. <laughs> Off to a good start. Wow, Gerard actually held this down a lot better than I am without him here. We are reviewing Jumanji. Uh, this is the number one movie in the country. Did you guys know it passed Star Wars in the box office this week? I did. Oh, know. good. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, as people know, I've been working at a movie theater for the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, I did know it's in our biggest theater, mm-hmm. and it and it almost sells out every time. Like, but like, and by almost, I mean like, there's like one empty seat, and it's like right. the handicap seats that we were holding. So, like, yeah, it's been doing really well. Yeah, it's been doing well. It, like, Star Wars was beating it, and then it just kept making money and you know the, i think the backlash of star wars is finally affecting its box office gross uh even though they already made over a billion dollars but jumanji <laughs> has made 244 million dollars domestically and then wow. like something like 200 275 million uh internationally so it's over 500 million worldwide which is crazy uh it's rotten tomatoes rating is 77% and this is a film that I feel like when the trailer came out or when people even heard that they were making a Jumanji movie, a, a sequel or a remake, I, I think people weren't sure which one it was. Everyone was like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. why? Why is this happening? Nobody asked for this. There's no reason for it. There's no... Uh, it's it, it just seems like a movie that was made uh, just to have the name of Jumanji without anything doing with the original film, but it's a hit. Yeah. Having seen it now, it, it feels more like it's just a, the rock and Kevin Hart movie that they just like 
put in the Jumanji universe That's for right. some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for some Yeah. It stars The Rock. It stars Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart and Jack Black and uh Karen oh goodness, I forgot her last name. Gillen. Gillen. I believe. Or maybe Gillum. Um it, it's Gillen, yeah. Yeah. And uh I mean, I, I will say this. Jara has texted us and he said that The Rock and Kevin Hart are the new Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. <laughs> which one is which? Uh, yeah, which one is which is a really good question. I guess Kevin Hart must be Richard Pryor and The Rock is Gene Wilder, even though The Rock doesn't have the Almost same any quality, any quality that, Gene that Gene Wilder has. I think he was just trying right. to list like comedic duos yeah. that appeared in a lot of films. Uh, and this is the second iteration of a Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rock Johnson film, right? And this, then the first one was Baywatch, which came out early last year. No, uh, no but Central also... Uh, oh, wait, Cent- hold on. Oh, no, yeah. sorry, not Central Baywatch. Baywatch was Zac Efron. Yeah. Central Intelligence, sorry. Central Intelligence, which came out last year. I think we... Yeah, we reviewed that film. Uh, they make a good combo. Yeah, they do. Uh, I agree. Yeah, right? There's nothing... There's no other... Ba- I mean, the Central plot device of this new Jumanji is that they get sucked into a video game as opposed to a board game and they also become the characters that they chose at the start of the video game and they have to finish the game. They're actually in the world of the game as opposed to the game coming into their world and they have to finish the game to escape it and that's that's yeah. that. And uh, somebody said, I don't have any, uh, I don't have like any source of this, but somebody at work the other day was saying that it was like a video game movie. And The Rock was like, uh, what if we put it in Jumanji? I, I have, I literally have no <laughs> proof of if that's true or not. That but somebody was Wait, saying you- that and that blew my mind. That blew my mind. That like, that like originally it was like a script about like, you know, being trapped in a video game. That makes I'm gonna total sense. i yeah, and then The Rock was like, Jumanji, what if what if we set in the world of Jumanji? That makes total sense because it really does, really only the first five minutes of the movie have anything to do with Jumanji, and then they just get sucked into a video game that's in a jungle. It really could be any video game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Well... Initial thoughts. Yeah, I, I wish I could back that up. I wish I could back that up with anything. Now it's just sort of like a thing that I've now said. <laughs> uh, should we do our initial thoughts of the film? Do you, should I uh, or no? I don't want to. Yeah. Any, do you have any more uh, anonymously sourced um, <laughs> tidbits? Juicy tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> I was going to try to make something up. But I, uh, I, yeah, I have exactly. one. You... My mom saw it and said she liked it. Oh. Now, I can't confirm that. <laughs> no, but... I feel like you can confirm it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can. <laughs> I am. I'm confirming that. <laughs> your mom liked it. And what yeah. about you, Zach? Do it, what, what were your initial thoughts of this, this movie? I, I, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. I, I was skeptical about the Jumanji aspect of right, it, having right. you know, liked the original Jumanji. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna love any movie that has The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black. It's, like it's kind of true. They're just all so funny and charismatic, and like, it, and I also actually thought they did a fun. They did like a good job with the video game like stuff that they right. added. Mm-hmm. Like the rules of the world were defined pretty clearly early mm-hmm. on, and they like paid off in fun ways later. I liked a lot of that stuff. I just I thought it was 
funny and fun. Yeah. Yeah. James? Yeah, I um I really, really liked this movie. Um I also was like going into it wondering how they were going to do it. Like, is it gonna work? Is it gonna is this gonna feel like Jumanji or am, am I gonna like it? Am I are they gonna ruin my childhood, et cetera, et cetera? And I think that they did a great job of paying homage to the old movie and also like doing like their own thing. Um I really I think it starts so strong. The jokes are so funny, especially when they first go to the to the jungle. It's so funny. Like like I was dying laughing at um at Kevin Hart specifically. I feel like I had some I had like some small issues with like it feels like a male focused movie and I mm-hmm. I imagine that if Gerard were here he would probably talk about some of the stuff that I'll I'll guess I'll talk about in relation to that, but like you know, it felt very male focused, like, and then also like the characters are kind of like watered down. So like, you know, the, the black, we see the black kid in the beginning and he's like, he plays sports and is getting someone to, to, you know, like do his homework for him. That just feels very like, this is the black character, which like these things are small. I think, I think like, uh, uh, I don't think that they're really that big a deal or glaring or anything, but to me that kind of, and then and then some of the gender stuff. Um, but I really, really liked it. Thought it was really fun all the way through. Was laughing all the way through on the edge of my seat with stuff. Um, uh, and yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something that may be controversial, but I thought about it and I really feel like it's my truth. And I think uh, I think it's time for the world to hear it and, and to recognize. Uh Dwayne The Rock Johnson has surplaced Will Smith. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) shit. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is consistently putting out fun action blockbusters where he's the hero, making great choices, Uh having fun, being a world-famous actor, and he's doing it. And Will Smith is not, and I'm sorry, it, The Rock is number one now. That, he, I agree with you. I, I think, think he's claimed, yeah. I think with Jumanji, he has cemented and claimed this title. It's just, it's happened. Um, okay. I love I mean, Will Smith. I love Will, I still love Will Smith. Will Smith, listen, first of all, can you think about a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Will Smith both in it? I just, that's something that I, I kind of really want to see. Now. I'm also now thinking like, <laughs> What if, like, put Will Smith in any of the movies The Rock recently had done, they would have been great. Right. Why didn't he just choose to do that? Right. And I'm just, I'm I'm sorry. It's just happening. It's happening, guys. It's, Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, Bray, because you're right. It's, you're right. It's true. And I'm going to go so far as to say this. Man, fuck Will Smith. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. You know what? And I want to just add, fuck Jaden too. (laughs) The entire family. Smiths are out. (laughs) No, yo, have you noticed that The Rock's been promoting his daughter a lot more on social media? I, by the way, I follow The the Rock on. There are very. I don't follow any celebrities on social media except for The Rock, Kevin Hart, and now Will Smith. Now that he got on Instagram. Uh, and those are the only celebrities wow. I follow, and they kill it. And The Rock really kills it. 
Uh, but I like this movie, man. It was fun. You know, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying about, uh, I mean, I actually thought the, the black character was really just the jock. Like, like mm. they, they are stock characters, but like the stock characters are more just the jock, the nerd, the pretty girl, yeah, yeah. and like the, you know, the girl who's not so pretty, but smart, like the smart girl. And it's it was like, like high school movie. Yeah. It's like high school characters. movie trope characters. And I, and I really liked that, uh, when they became their avatars and even though they were different, like some were different races, like the the white guy became the rock. Like it wasn't really mentioned at all. Like, you know, there was like a black penis joke, maybe, but whatever. There was a penis joke, but you know, and yeah, and that kind of, yes, it does. I think this movie skews male focused, but they had some, I thought, I thought they had some nice, you know, moments where they were talking about, women and like how like their perception of of you know the pretty girl as like an object or you know um she's like trying to please guys by like wearing less clothing like they talk like they had those little conversations and like also that the woman avatar character could kick butt was really cool and she actually did more fighting i mean she did just as much fighting as the rock did which was cool uh man also i mean while we're here and talking about this movie Jack Black, guys. So good. Oh, my God. I just thought... I literally was watching this movie. I was like, he is crushing this performance because, you know, it's very easy, I think, in comedy to just have a guy acting like a girl and it's just like, this is funny. But he really lived in that character in a way that was not commentating on it, like not judging it. Like He was just like, this is how I would act. You know, this is how a teenage girl would act, especially one who lives in 2017 and i just thought he was man he was so good he was so committed he, to it. Uh, he was so committed to it i thought the rock did a really great job like i thought his acting was great i will say you know i thought kevin ha- kevin hart stuck out just a little bit because he was just doing his kevin hart thing <laughs> i didn't feel like he was trying to take embody the character that we had seen previously, you know, who we knew he was in real life. He kind of just was like, nah, I'm just going to be Kevin Hart. Uh, like he, yeah, you know, so there was a part of me that like, at initially it was, it was, I was like the jokes he was, he, he did in the beginning were very funny, but it was hard for me to get on board. But eventually I kind of just let that go. Cause the movie was so fun. And Kevin Hart is just so funny. Like I thought, I, I thought it worked because Kevin Hart's persona is almost always like a guy who kind of like wishes he was bigger, you know, right, like he right, has right. that yeah, attitude yeah. and that ferocity. Right. So I, I thought just like the Kevin Hart thing kind of worked because like it was almost like his character was reacting to that now he is small. Right, right. But Kevin Hart has just like spent his whole career building up that persona. Right, right. But I agree he was just like doing Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Where's the other oh, half I'm of sorry, me? can we... Can, I'm sorry. Can we hold on for just one second? The dog has a, a squeaky toy that I want to <laughs> get it away from. I'm All sorry, right. One, uh, one you know what? Well, we're going to take a quick break for a, hear a word from our sponsors if we have any. And if not, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. 
like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to, to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earnin. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Welcome to the junk. Sorry, I just keep wanting to say that. Welcome back. Uh, guys, we're gonna get into it. Let's like let's talk about this movie. Uh, you know, what do we think about the opening? The whole, the like basically they were mirroring the first Jumanji movie. Was we see the guy who gets stuck in the game, the video game. It's 1996. Did that feel accurate to 1996? 
I thought it was cool the way the way they like uh, made the game sort of evolve to right. modern time. I thought that was really smart. Yeah, um, it's really simple. Just like yeah. he has the board game, he's like, "Who plays board games anymore?" Yeah. And then just puts it on top of the video game, and the, the magic just kind of sucks into the video game. Yeah, I thought that was like the perfect setup to get into what they wanted to do with video game stuff. Yeah, uh, and it like never needed to be. We never. There was never a question that Jumanji could do that, <laughs> right? Like, right. just it it choosing to be a different game was just like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, Jumanji can do that. Yeah, Jumanji yeah. finds a way. Well, it's just literally like the magic of like what that video, like why this is why why this game is cursed, why it sucks people into games. Like, none of that is necessary at all. Um, they just are like, we're not going to explain this. Don't question it. Just this is the reality. And you go, all right, sure. It actually did. This It did make me start wondering, like, what is Jumanji's goal? Yeah. Like, because it, it clearly has some it has some agency because it turns, it goes, okay, kids aren't playing with yeah. me anymore. I'm going to turn into a video game. But, like, what does it want out of this but the thing that I The other thing that I love about thinking about the actual logic of Jumanji is that... Now twice, twice it's laid dormant for twenty uh-huh. periods. It's like a cicada. Like for some reason, it's just like eh, now we want to, you know, lure children into yeah. this game. Like why? Like what? And and both times in the last twenty years that someone has played it, they've defeated it with no problems. <laughs> like it looked it looked a little dicey, but you know, like. They succeed. Like the first, it's always just the first kid who get. Actually, there are longer than twenty year periods. Essentially, <laughs> the logic of the Jumanji, Jumanji universe is that in 1976, a kid finds this game, plays it, gets sucked <laughs> plays into it, it once, plays it once, gets sucked into it. No one touches it for twenty years. Then, then in '95, somebody finds it. They they play it. It causes all this havoc. Then they defeat it. And then one year later, uh-huh. another kid finds it, gets sucked into a video game, and then for 20 years, nobody sees it again until four <laughs> kids play. So the sequel has to be like 2018, somebody yeah. finds it, and then it's like 2038. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's the pattern. That's the pattern. Um, Maybe it's like Toy Story where it just wants to be played with. Yeah, it just wants to be played with. Yeah. Honestly, I play board games. Board games are fun. Yeah. The writers of this must not have known about the new like board game movement with all yeah. these like complicated board games. <laughs> uh, but I feel like it is like a you do like it's it has it's a thing if you're gonna play a board game, right? It's like a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like a board game night or something. Yeah, you gotta organize. Yeah, you there's logistics. To, you gotta involved. organize it. Uh, so yeah, then well, we meet our. You know, we meet our four characters. Oh, man, I'm sorry. What are their names? James, I can't touch my phone or something happens. Their names are The Rock, okay. Kevin Hart, <laughs> Jack Black, <laughs> and Karen Gillan. Okay, hold on. No, their names I know are, the black dude is Fridge because he keeps calling oh, him yeah. the refrigerator. Yeah, Fridge, Spencer. Spencer um, is like the nerdy ba- kid. All right, Spencer. Yeah, the Bethany. Rock's second role as a Spencer because his character on Ballers is also named Spencer. Are you serious? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Spencer Strasmore. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Beth Is Beth um, the uh, the hot girl? No, no. Oh, yeah, Beth Bethany's the hot girl. I'm sorry, I was just thinking Karen Gillan because she's hot. <laughs> but, but Bethany is the, is the hot girl. And then... Uh, 
Sorry, and then the and then Martha. Martha? Yeah. Oh, it's Martha. Nerdy, yeah. The nerdy bookish yeah, one. Yeah, that's a very Martha's a very nerdy mm-hmm. name. Yeah, and, and I mean, just real quickly, Fridge is a football player. Him and Spencer used to be friends. Spencer's doing his homework for him because if if Fridge, you know, fails, then he won't be able to play football anymore, and that's the only thing that he can do. And Spencer helps him because they used to be friends, even though Fridge doesn't hang out with him anymore. He literally treats him like he never knew him. Uh, like, he's just, like, some punk <laughs> kid. And... Uh, then we also kind of established that the house is there. The free, what do they call it? The freak, freak house. Freak house, yeah. Which I – did you guys see the movie It? Yeah. Was that the same yeah. house it looks as very, the house in It? Very similar. I was like, it might, yeah, that's got it. It might as well have been the same house. Uh, just like, did you guys have a house like that at your neighborhoods growing up? No. <laughs> I did, I, so, yes, we did. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't that big. But there was a creepy house at the end of my uh, street that had like a keep out sign that I think oh. now the house itself has like sunk. <laughs> this is so crazy. Oh, it It is like sunk like into the dirt. <laughs> now. The like it's like it's, <laughs> on a, it's built on a sinkhole. <laughs> but um, hell is but, reclaiming yeah, was, that house. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really creepy house at the end there, of the street. There was a house where when I walked to school my middle school that it was just cut like there were trees all around it so like you couldn't you could barely see and it had like a very old kind of creepy gate and i always thought that house was kind of creepy just because like the house like everybody's house from the street was just there but this house was like far away from this like you know what i mean like from the sidewalk like far away like you had to walk up to it and you and it was covered in trees that were very high, so you couldn't actually see the house. Uh, were there like legends around these houses? No, none. Just none ones for me. you made up in your head, like yes, as yeah. you're walking by. Yeah, like whenever I wrote or thought about a haunted house, I would always think about that house without knowing anything about it. And then I think they like cut their trees down and it looks completely fine. <laughs> now it looks like idyllic. Yeah, it's just like a nice. Yeah, it's like oh, that's a nice house. It's just like a regular. <laughs> it's really the trees are doing all the work. Uh, Bethany is, you know, she's obsessed with her phone. She's, po- she's, you know, fixing the gram pick, you know, that, I don't know. That character, what you were talking about with this being like a very male focused movie. Yeah. I thought the, the movie's disdain for that character right away was a little much. <laughs> it was like, it was clearly written by a bunch of like 50 year old dudes who were like, these young women are too focused on their phones and their pictures. That was like, yeah. That part of it I did have a problem with, but then Jack Black's performance later I thought sort of saved. Yeah, that they kind of they kind of yeah. defend. He kind of defended that character in yeah. certain ways, and yeah, yeah, and accepted like some of the criticism, some of some of the healthy criticism that was brought on, and then re- deflected some of like, no, you're just painting me into this box and judging me without knowing anything about me. Also, probably what what really stuck out in my mind is when I saw this movie, I was sitting in front of like two, maybe 10 year old kids who were talking the entire movie to the point where, (laughs) to the point where later in the movie, (laughs) my dad, my dad consistently gets in fights with children at the movies. (laughs) He he like, he's always the guy who turns around is like, stop it. But he, he always does it. He uses like two words and then they never talk again. But uh, these kids, anytime that character would come on would be like, Oh, she's so dumb. And I was like, ooh, I don't like the way these children are like reacting to the 
kind of messy, you know. Right. I, and I'm I don't know that later on, maybe later on they like understood <laughs> that the movie was actually like, well, actually, you know, there's a lot of like social pressures and like there's a lot going on. I'm not sure they got that. So yeah, I think that I don't like think they, I don't think they would have got that. That made it uh, sort of more prominent in yeah. my head. They definitely leaned heavily on like ditzy, yeah. dumb, blonde, like you know, pretty blonde teenage girl. Yeah, and uh, and even like even the smart, even like the Martha, she like she like hates PE and is right. like you know, it's like why do I have to do this? This is so dumb. And you're like, the student has been doing PE for <laughs> literally. <laughs> she's been doing this for so long like now today she's gonna have like she's gonna take a stand and be like no though oh my god i laughed so the i only laughed three times out loud in this movie the movie was fun and funny but i only actually laughed out loud three times one of the times was when she's talking to the PE teacher and says uh you know, blah, blah, like I don't want to have to grow up and become a PE teacher. <laughs> yeah, that was harsh. It was so harsh. Everybody in the uh, literally, most of my audience went, <gasps> and it was like my audience went, <gasps> and I went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was such a. <laughs> but it, oh man, it was, it was so harsh. Uh, I love the little. They all get detention. Uh. I always love in in these kind of movies when detention is like some elaborate task. Yeah, what was their do. job? They had to like sort through VHS. Yeah. Oh, they had to remove no. staples. They had to All remove right. staples from, from magazines. old magazines. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had to remove the staples from old magazines because that was the proper way to recycle them. And then he literally said, if you don't get this done today, you have to come in tomorrow. And they said, tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what school has the jurisdiction to be like, you have to complete this manual labor, and if you don't, you have to come. It's like, that's not how detention works. Also, I don't think they ever resolved, like, you know, at the end of the movie, I don't think they ever resolved whether or not they finished that task. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, great, no. you you survived Jumanji, but no one else in the world knows that or cares. You still got to take out all of those all staples. All those staples. Yeah. A comical amount of staples. Uh, that could be the sequel. And I also, am, I was kind of confused as, as to how the game got from the freak house to the school, but... Uh, there was no there was no explanation of that either. Yeah, they didn't yeah, care. Um, yeah. They, yeah, no, not at all. They didn't... It doesn't they just matter. Wanted us to kind of, yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. Jumanji finds a way. Jumanji finds a way. Jumanji finds a way. All right, let's As just get. Bonnie it. Hunt said in uh, in Jurassic Park, Jumanji finds a way. Jumanji, that's what they had, was Helen Hunt's line. Uh, Jumanji finds a way. So they uh, <laughs> they all pick their little. Uh, they find the game. They plug it in. They pick their avatars. They guilt the Martha into playing it too, by because she doesn't have any fun and then they all get sucked into the game. There was a moment when they were picking their avatars that I liked that I thought was cool which was like the captain was already chosen. Right. And you like at at that moment in the movie you didn't know exactly what was going on but I thought that was like a fun smart video game type thing of yeah. like oh that kid from the 70s or the 90s. Yeah. That kid from the 90s had already picked that character and I thought that was cool later when you met him. Right. This moment of like no, oh yeah. yeah that's the guy. It's funny I I um we didn't even talk about him. I completely forgot Nick Jonas was in this yeah, movie. Nick so, Jonas. so when 
I saw that the other character was picked, I knew because I, I knew I knew because like of the original Jumanji, I was like, oh, I wonder who's going to get to play that. And then it was Nick Jonas, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was fine. I had I had I been hoping because I the the Rock had like tweeted that there was like a nice homage to um to Robin Williams in the movie. Yeah, and so like my my secret wish for when I saw the trailer was like. I hope Nick Jonas is somehow <laughs> playing Robin Williams in the movie. <laughs> I was like, and I know I could just look on IMDb and see if his name was Alan Parrish, but I, I just want to wait and see what happens. And then when I saw that the Avatar was picked, I was like, oh. So I had the similar feeling, but for a different reason. You were excited to see what Nick Jonas would do with the opportunity to do an imitation yeah. of Robin Williams. <laughs> to play Robin Williams. <laughs> It was so a like weird, a cool... like, the Easter egg was, like, cool, but then I was also, like, again, it was what, goodness, uh, it was one of those things where if you thought about it at all, it, it just, it, the logic just what completely crumbled. What was it exactly? Crumbled. They found, like, his house? Or yeah, something? he was like, this isn't my house. This is his house, Alan Parrish. He he was also stuck in this game. But I was like, cool, but, like, when Alan Parrish was stuck in the game, he grew up. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like he aged. He wasn't an avatar. He was like... A real person who got stuck. I yeah, I didn't clock that. Uh, it said Alan Paris was here. Right, yeah, you wouldn't that. have known if yeah. you didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. didn't I didn't notice. Yeah, that but logic I think thing. like m- maybe something about it is just that like once they were inside the game, they were inside Jumanji, which is like this other thing. I don't, uh, well, I'm that's what. But sense, that's what but. happened to Robin Williams when he was a boy. He got stuck inside Jumanji because like he rolled the dice and the game was like. You know, you. I don't know. I forgot what happened, but he got sucked into the game. Yeah, it was just one yeah. of the one of the options that came up. Um, well, the game got a patch, got an update. Yeah, it got so an the update. rules are different now. <laughs> anyway, so here we are to the actual. This is the part. This is the fun stuff. Uh, you know, they all land to this game. You know, we have like a fun moment of them recognizing like who they are. <laughs> You know, realizing, oh man, I'm you know six foot five, two hundred twenty pound, uh, you know man, and you know Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, and Bethany's not. Oh no, Bethany's Jack Black. Mm-hmm. That was fun. And uh, what's her Karen? She just realizes she's not wearing any clothes, and they yeah. make a comment on that. I like I like that little commentary on, like a little Tomb Raider commentary. <laughs> she also her character was sort of just like like she was the only character who went her avatar could have just been her as a grown up. 
you know, like if she just like decided to become like a trained fighter and like yeah, got a little taller, yeah. she just could have yeah, been that character. Yeah, I thought that casting was so cool. Like they looked so much alike. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do you guys what do you guys want to talk do you want to talk about anything here? Um I mean, I like I really like that like this whole opening sequence, like from they get they get there and they're like trying to figure each other out. Kevin Hart reacting to everything in this from from the beginning from this until like their first checkpoint is so funny. Like the and the and the 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 fact that the guy the video game character Restarby's playing the the video game character and he just keeps repeating the same thing, lines over and over and over again and they like, had that, that was really fun they had that cutscene where like they couldn't do anything they were right. just like watching that was like a fun little video game joke yeah yeah they're like they're, we can hear them talking over it that's what that was like funny he's like what is, what's happening yeah. it's like oh it's one of these cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. They have to say, for the people that don't know, they have to say that happens. The, the exact line, that happens in video that games. That happens in video <laughs> for games. For the people that don't play video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's an NPC. What? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I actually thought this was sort of the most fun stretch of the movie just because they were like setting up all the rules and like the logic of the world. Right. When you die, you fall out of the sky. And then they like figured out the tattoos meant they had three yeah. lives. I thought all that stuff was like, really fun and yeah and and they like that part of the movie they really did think a lot about the logic i think right, of right. like this is how a video game would work if you were really in a yeah. video game i thought they did a very good job yeah that. it was very simple and and they and they they like spaced it out too because i immediately when i saw the tattoos i was like oh those are lives those yeah. are their lives but they didn't figure out it until a little bit later because <laughs> jack black dies immediately <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gets eaten by a hippo. Uh, I lo- I love the idea of like these hippos just eat people. <laughs> like, yeah. Not only do they eat people, they like leave the water and like they hunt. They hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they hunt in the jungle. Uh, I so for me the most fun was them learning their strengths and weaknesses. That just the the strengths and weaknesses. The rock. I mean, it was so funny. <laughs> the yeah. rock was like speed, strength, boomerang, <laughs> yeah. like all this stuff. Weaknesses, none. <laughs> and then Kevin Hart's, it's like <laughs> uh, strengths, zoology, and uh, weapon carrier. Yeah, weapons, something like that. Yeah, weapons carrier, weapons caddy. I can't remember what the it's word like was. It's like a weapon carrier, and then weaknesses, strength. <laughs> Yeah, speed, <laughs> endurance maybe or endurance was Jack Black, yeah. and then and then like cake. cake. <laughs> it was like why? I mean, his reaction to this is so funny. It's like he's just like, tell me something. How can one of my how can one of my weaknesses be strength? My weakness he, is strength. <laughs> He like harps on that for so long. It is, oh, I was dying. It is funny because in the context of strength and weaknesses and your weakness is strength. Such a good joke. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That that cracked me up. There there were so many moments in this movie where Kevin Hart like delivered lines where I was like, man, if anyone else in the world said that, it wouldn't have been funny. 
but like the way he said it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> like in the in the helicopter later on when he drops the thing, the, oh, the yeah. gem or whatever, and he just like turned around and looked at them. And whoops. Like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Or what? I dropped the gem. Like just, he's so funny. And they go, whoops. He goes, yeah. I was leaning over. <laughs> yeah. I was leaning over yeah. and, and it fell out and it fell out of my backpack. And obviously, and the, and the and the funny part is, I didn't, I know that's bad. <laughs> I know it's bad that I fell out my backpack, and we gotta go back and get it. Uh, he's you know. Best. So I said, well, and I feel like what made that moment work so well is Kevin Hart is he's always like yelling or he's always like <laughs> exasperated, and he delivers that like it's like so straightforward. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like doubled over laughing just thinking about it. Uh, also, just I mean the the <laughs> the callback for cake <laughs> when he eats, he's like, "Oh, what is this bread?" And then he eats it, and he's like, "Wait a minute, what is this?" He goes, oh, it's "My mom's favorite, my mom's famous pound cake, pound cake." Oh no, what's going on? Is my face puffy? Is my face puffy? Am I blown up? What what's happening? Am I shrinking? Am I disappeared? What's going on? And they're like, no, you you look fine. He goes, oh, all right. Okay, then. All right, good. Yeah, I guess it just made cake is my weakness. Like, I like cake too much. You know, I eat it too much. I get fat. But Explosion. <laughs> he explodes. Yeah, that was great. And then later on, he goes, cake makes me explode. <laughs> He's just deadpan like, cake makes me explode. Oh man, funny stuff. Uh, what did you guys think of um, Bobby Cannavale's villain? It character? was too much. <laughs> he was a, he was like I thought he was like legitimately unsettling. Uh, he was unsettling. The stuff yeah. where they're like scorpions yeah. was coming gross. out of his mouth or ears or whatever. And also like the I think and this might just be because I have the other movie as a reference, but like the way that like Van Pelt is sort of like. Um, I mean, Van Pelt obviously had way more layers. He's like trying to kill him and he's, he looks just like his, he is his dad, you know, and all that's, it's the Captain Hook kind of thing. Um, uh, but like every time we see Bobby Cannavale, it's like absent from everybody else. And like they, they don't do it with the, it's not um, done in a way of like, oh, this is a cut scene and we're now seeing this happen the way it would happen if you were actually playing a video game. You're so right. like it felt like, it felt like he was like a real going rogue in a way. Yeah, like it was like, right. oh, it, and that and that I think is what made him so scary. It's like we don't know what he's gonna do. It's true, and because everyone could die, and we could see them die in a way that we didn't see in the other movie. You know, yeah. Also, like there was something about even though it was the setup, like before I knew that the first the safari guy was a part of the video game him saying like Jumanji's in trouble like I just took that literally and thought oh like the game is actually in danger of like I don't know losing whatever whatever intention yeah. whatever noble intention the game <laughs> usually oh, has yeah. for sucking kids in. and it did feel yeah. like like you were saying it did feel like he was going rogue from the video game program right almost. right because it wasn't yeah, right yeah. they weren't cutscenes. yeah there was something and like his like eye like it was like you know, cross-eyed, like, kind of. and Yeah, it was a weird... It was a terrifying villain that didn't feel like it was a part of the game, even though it yeah. was a part of the game. Um, right. Uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, 
It was yeah, he was great. I mean, he plays Bobby plays bad guys in so many movies. Um I I thought it, I thought the bad guy could have been a little bit more fun, but that was just me. I I was per- I I wonder. I wonder if that if Bobby was as I don't know. There's something frightening to me about the original Jumanji, the dude who's just hunting mm-hmm. Robin Williams in like a very like yeah. he's just a hunter. Yeah. And like in a way that felt a little bit more menacing than like all of the showmanship of Bobby, which is like bugs crawling right. out of his mouth yeah. and like into his ear and you know, like he kills people by like it was kind of like the mummy <laughs> felt like. I wonder if Yeah. They almost had to make because I think the the original having it set in like the real world, the world that you're in, yeah, made the stakes feel a little bit higher, right? Because it was like, oh, these rhinos can like tear apart this world and involve people who aren't even playing the game, right? It right. can like destroy everything, yeah. So I wonder if they felt like they needed to like make this villain more grotesque because they're in a video game, right? Right. So because you need to like raise the stakes somehow, yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about Bobby James? Yeah, I mean, like, just in thinking about everything that we're saying, it's like, it's almost like they could, they could have, I think everything that we've said so far is right. Like, they made him, they just made him scarier and scarier because of they could do visual effects and, like, all kind. you know, we're inside of a video game now. But, like, it is, if we compare him, though, to the villain in the other movie, it's like they could have, they had more opportunities to do stuff where like people are sort of facing their their deepest fears even more like like they they played with like oh you have to smolder you have to feel like you are as confident as 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 this guy right because you're playing this avatar but like can you imagine if the weaknesses would have been something that was like really cutting to them like even more so you know like right. <laughs> like 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 you know instead of weaknesses none it could be like weaknesses perfect in every way you know what i mean and so then he's like (laughs) you know you know and then he's like grappling with like it's it's even more on the nose kind of in the way that the other movie was because every in thinking about it everybody is sort of grappling with the thing that they're grappling with like peter is not talking to his to his dad and and uh bonnie hunt is worried about like is she a crazy person and then through the movie they learn like no you're not that like if the the video game i think could have could have called on to their, could have played with their own fears even more. Like, uh, Fridge is used to being so strong, you know, and now he has to play this, like, kind of weak guy. But, like, what if, you know, what if it had more to do with him playing, taking a back seat? Y- y- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that I feel like these are all connected. I know I'm not so much talking yeah. about the villain. Yeah, um, I, I feel like they were doing that a little bit more so with the our main characters and less so with like the villain was just there and it was like creepy but like in in certain ways he felt disconnected from the story to yeah because he actually yeah they didn't, yeah they didn't even have to defeat him all they had to do was complete the task and he was just in their way mm-hmm. but they didn't right. have to defeat him in any way like you usually do in a video game you usually have to defeat a big boss you know at the end the big bad, if if you will, and nobody, nobody took down the big bad. They just were able to survive long enough for, you know, the Rock to put in the thing and say Jumanji, and that was kind of it. Yeah, that was the defeat. 
But there was a part of me that was like, oh, it would be cool if they defeated him. But then there was like a, you know, some stampede and they had and, and you could still have the high stakes of like, will they get this mm-hmm. jewel up there in time? But anyway, I mean, there's no that, that's just nitpicking. It's yeah, it was it was like my my least favorite part of the film was was the villain. Uh, everything else was like because they were, you know. The levels even like they were like oh it's the next level but it's like I was like these levels are super basic <laughs> they're just like fight like move move to one <laughs> yeah, move yeah, from yeah, one yeah, place yeah. to another run away from this group of run away from this guys. group of motorcycle guys and yeah, then run, run away, away from, from this, this group of motorcycle guys yeah. like um uh the snake thing was fun uh the the Jack Black flirting tutorial uh was so funny yeah oh and my god. Also, the whole the whole movie because it was set in a jungle. I also couldn't stop thinking about Jack Black in Tropic Thunder. Right, it, I was just like, "This you put this guy in a jungle, and it's he so just true. goes to work." It's so true. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Man, and Jack Black and Tropic Thunder is so good." Yeah, he's so good in that movie. He's, uh, a, he's a gem. He really is a gem. I feel like he's underrated, even though he's not. But. Uh, we stopped talking about Jack Black for a while, and I just um, I, watching him in this movie. I was just thinking, "Damn, this dude is funny." I think He's he good he suffers from that like thing that happens to a lot of comedians where people assume he just naturally is the way that he is in his right. movies because a lot of his early roles seem to be more just like Jack Blacky. Yeah, but like this was very much not Jack Black, right, exactly. but he was still so good and so funny, still so good. Yeah, him. Even the the snake scene was so funny. Him just being like, you know, they're like, I think you have to, you just have to stare at it, and then just and then distract it. You I'm can't blink. I'm amazing at it. I'm amazing. Staring gun. Yeah, yeah. Who's I good? loved that. Who's good? I thought just, that was so funny. I'm amazing at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like almost like, <laughs> uh, I'm amazing at it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, it is me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it had nothing to do. with <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I love that it had nothing to do with that. It's like, oh, I guess it wasn't about that at all. You had to trust me. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, Nick Jonas. What did you guys think about Nick Jonas? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I think he's great. <laughs> I think he's great. I don't think he lived up to the standard set by the other performances in the movie. Yeah. I I agree. I just it was just I was like you're doing a fine job, but the movie is asking for so much more. And but to be I fair, I guess his character wasn't that right. Much we didn't really know anything about his his character as a real person, so it was it was hard to see. Like all the other, the comedy was coming from the like disparity between what we knew of them as high school kids and their avatars. Him, we only saw like five seconds of so i'm sure that was like harder to kind of play up those differences yeah like we got to like that we got to do like you know with him we got to just get like 1996 references and stuff like that instead of like you know like what is what's going on with him personally and but we also only saw him for like a second (laughs) right but i guess here's my thing is that i don't understand I don't understand why they casted him because if they casted somebody like, um, I, I they probably couldn't have gotten these people. But if they casted someone like like any of the Chris's, 
like a Chris Hemsworth or a Chris Pine, like someone who looks like a pilot, like your idea of like a movie star pilot. And then that person had to act like a teenage boy. That would have ha- added some of that element to it. Instead of Nick Jonas, who to me, I'm sure he's 25 or whatever. But to me, I'm looking at him. I'm like, if if this movie had you as 17 years old, I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah, I'd be like, he yeah. still reads as kind of teen. Yeah, he reads as young. Yeah. You know, he reads as like very early 20s. Like he, so it's like, it's like he didn't, his character wasn't even different as, as opposed to everybody else who were completely different, you know? Uh, yeah, they put him in a tough spot. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, yeah, so it was just like... Yeah, a- but I think, I, I feel like, th- I, but I feel like that was intentional, right? Like, I mean, I, th- I don't think that they did, the- I felt very weird about this whole thing, but um, but I think it's intentional because he's like a, he is, he looks like a young, a young, um, you know, he looks like a young kid. So there's supposed to be like this weird Bethany, uh, oh, Nick yeah. Jonas like thing. And so I think, I think that they did that on purpose. I, again, I don't like how they handled this. It just made me feel weird for the, for most of the movie going, that's like a 40 yeah, year old man. <laughs> like, like, it's it weird, like, it's weird to me because it's like, I was like, oh, they could have just had him. Oh, I mean, they established in the world that he, he has only been in the video game for months, even though in the real world he's been out for 20, we- 20 years. But there's also, I just felt like even more humor could have been added on if there was like an older, this older white man oh, flirting yeah. with yeah. a Jack Black. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But anyway. That's very funny. Um, oh, no, yeah, that's, that's very funny. Yeah, so, I see that. yeah, that, I was just like, that was the one casting choice that I was like, I just and I just feel like Nick Jonas isn't popular enough that you were like we had to get Nick Jonas for this movie. Right, it wasn't quite stunt casting, but like it kind of was. I guess it was for like young uh, girls. Like I guess maybe that's who it was for. Like it was trying to target young girls because they knew young boys would already come in and watch this. Because it was somewhat. I was this PG thirteen or PG? I guess it was PG thirteen. Yeah. But they still really want, they wanted young people to see this movie. Definitely. Like they definitely wanted. Listen, to I love Nick Jonas. Okay, so All they right. also cast him for okay. me. They also cast him for for me going in, seeing the movie, then seeing Nick Jonas. You know what I'm saying? Because I All like right. Nick Jonas. You, yeah, I thought he did a good job. You're a huge <laughs> Nick Jonas acting guy. Has he been in stuff yeah. before? I have no idea. Yeah, he's on Scream Queens. Ah, that's Scream Queens. Okay, <laughs> among uh, other things, but that's what I know it from. <laughs> All right. Um. What did you think about them casting Colin Hanks? Oh, yeah. That was a real... I was just surprised and confused. <laughs> it was so bizarre to me. Yeah. I was just like, why? <laughs> why? Is that a weird casting choice? <laughs> it felt weird to me to have... I guess I, I guess we're supposed to not feel like Colin Hanks is famous, but I just it just felt like, why did you have someone this famous in this like little bit part at the yeah. end to have to pull off this weird like you know i like bethany but like obviously i can't say that i like you because now i'm a 40 year old man and you're 17 years old uh it was it was even a little strange that they decided to include that (laughs) storyline like i i was just confused by that like he's a kid yeah it was so it was so weird like (laughs) what like no one wants to see this like no one wants to see (laughs) 
like a 40-year-old man going up to a teenager. <laughs> I also love like the reality of he lived out 20 years of his life, but then when he sees these four kids just walking down the block kind of questionably looking, he's like immediately like, you must be because he didn't. He never saw what they looked never like. Never saw what they looked like. He literally no, like it was like I remember. Not only do I remember the like the fact that I was in Jibaji for twenty years with four people. I remember your personality so distinctly that just four kids looking at the house in a strange way means you must be the four people. And no, just, but let, me just, wait. let me just look at you for a second. And yep, your fridge and your Spencer. No, but that's your Martha, the only thing I didn't was... have a that's the only thing I didn't have a problem with. Like you want <laughs> <What>? you want <laughs> The only thing I didn't have a problem with was that like he's been spending all of this time and then now all it takes is a trio of kids to like kind of slowly walk <laughs> over to it. That's like that wait. Was, <laughs> But there, you. What I really want is some is a co- like a compilation video of him, like at different moments in his life, just just whenever there are four kids, we're kind of passing him and look at him, and he goes, "Fridge," and they're like, "No." He's <laughs> like, "Oh shoot, sorry, never mind. Thought you were somebody else." And just moves on. Like he just keeps asking. Four, just three boys and what, like th- two boys and two girls. He's uh-huh. like, this must be. It's definitely happened before. It's definitely. And uh, his wife, every time, is like, what are you doing? Why are you. You keep asking for, hey, honey, can I get a minute to go talk to these high school kids? And then you come back and you always look disappointed. <laughs> every time. Every time we come to your father's place, every time you go over to four teenagers. <laughs> two boys and two girls. No, stop this. It's not every time. It doesn't happen every, every time. time. It's the moment. It's when it's those kids. It's when it, when he feels because he, he looks out and he's like he feels it. There's a connect. They're connect. They were in Jumanji together. Okay, <laughs> he feels it. Uh, you are so insistent on naming our young daughter Bethany. Bethany, yeah. I told you, I hate that name. <laughs> that must, yeah. What a conversation. Uh, Honey, it's really important to me. Is it your grandma's name? <laughs> no. Who? No. Why? Why Bethany? She saved my life once <laughs> when I was trapped in a video game. Okay. Do you think he told his wife? <laughs> I liked her. Do you think he was like, hey, this is something you really need to know about me? Um, I was trapped in a video game for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to relive 20 years after that. Yeah. I've been on this earth for 60 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> My mental capacity is that of a 60-year-old. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why you cast <laughs> Colin Hanks. You got to get, get all that across. You got to get all that in one scene. You got 30 seconds. Yeah, he, you're right. That You're right. Now, I appreciate that casting choice a lot more. You had to get, <laughs> you had to get Colin Hanks for that. You had to. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, is there anything else we need to say about this movie? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we covered all the bases. I mean, we didn't really... The ending was like, yeah. I, I, I liked them bringing back that he was scared of squirrels. <laughs> 
There was just a oh, squirrel. Yeah, that was t- cool. Like when he's like, we are, I have to climb. And he's climbing in the tree and then he sees a squirrel. There were a lot of fun payoffs out. at the end. Like I didn't see it coming that they would. Because the whole movie they've established that when you die, you fall out of the sky. Yeah. And I thought just like, oh, sure, that kind of makes sense. I didn't see it coming that that would be the way they like solved the problem. Neither did was, I. They would intentionally. Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. I thought she was like, going to die. I actually kind of forgot that she only had two lives because they all had wasted their lives. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. She still has another life. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was cool. That was a fun reveal. What were you saying, James? No, I, exactly everything we're talking about. <laughs> I like I, she, uh, her being there. I didn't know that she was going to fall from the sky, but I did think that she had that other life. I just didn't know how they were going to use it. Right. Um, yeah. Also, how did she know all those snakes were there? Like, what? Like, when did she know? Like, what? If this was a part of the plan the whole time, then how did she know? I think she was just going to kill was... herself. I don't think she knew how? that. <laughs> I don't think it was a plan the whole time. I thought she was going to just try and, like, run throw up and it. throw it to him or something. But then she, in the moment, was like, ooh, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. Ah, if I die. <laughs> I feel like it was supposed to, we were supposed to think it was the plan the whole time because she said, don't worry, trust me, I'll get it to you. I assume she was just going to yeah. throw it. <laughs> but I just, I just thought she would have died, like she could have died by one of those jaguars. Yeah. Or, a jaguar. Mm-hmm. You know, or getting trampled by an elephant or just have Bobby kill yeah, her. She could have found a way. Yeah. I, I do like the I, I, that they set up the idea that when you die, but if you have the stone, you still have it. Yeah. When you come back to life. Uh, when he was running yeah. from those rhinos. Yeah, there were three penis jokes in this movie. I only remember one. Uh, which one do you remember? I remember Kevin Hart like checking his penis. Checking his penis and being like... Still there uh, or whatever. Well, he said, oh, you didn't check it yet? It, uh, I'm happy to report that I brought one thing from me, <laughs> right, me right, from the right, real world. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the whole, like, I have to use the bathroom, and they were, like, telling her how to oh, use yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were just like, yeah, you, uh, you, don't forget to aim. And he's like, why do you keep saying that? I don't know what this is. I'm not doing anything. Um, they also, and then the third penis joke was the rhinos. Because he was like, you know what I've seen under there. Oh, right, right. A classic. Oh, then there was then there was also a fourth penis joke. Oh, what was the fourth one? Because at the at the end. Um, oh, no. Wait. So wait. Did we talk about there are two more? Two more. Oh, my so, God. Wow, fine. Um, so after Jack Black hugs Nick Jonas, he gets a boner. Oh, you're right. The <laughs> right, boner. boner joke. Yeah, there was the boner joke. The, then at the end, when she, uh, when she, and he's like, when what? Jack Black, these things are is so shaking weird. hands. She goes, "Bye, little guy," or "Goodbye." She says something. She says goodbye to her penis. Uh, okay. Uh, d- yeah, didn't remember that one. Wow, five. Yeah, five penis jokes. So, <laughs> to review, five penis, five jokes. penis jokes. So yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, we, there was like that moment where. Uh, the two women talked about, you know, she's like, why do you judge me all the time? And she's like, well, I just, I'm not trying to judge you. It's just that I feel like, you know, maybe you're more than just 
being objectified or people trying to get something from you. And she's like, fair. Well, what do you, do you think that maybe you judge people all the time because you're afraid uh, of people getting to know you and like not liking you or something like that? She was like, maybe. So that was a little bonding moment. And then she wanted, I loved how at the end she wanted to go uh, backpacking. Oh yeah. Like hiking. And her friend was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you know, the, there are pretty people who go hiking all the yep, time. Like I don't, all over Instagram. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why this was, yeah. why, why like the writers decided. Nature? That in what? Nature? I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, she's not a homebody. Like, yeah, that was a funny, weird thing. Um, yeah. Oh, there was a moment at the end. I remember being confused by the timeline of like, they got out of the game and then one of them was like, have you talked to Martha yet? And it made it seem like multiple days went by and they like didn't yeah. speak or something. It was like the weekend or something. Yeah. I was like, really? You get out of Jumanji and you don't immediately like get together and debrief on this? The first time you walk by Freak House is five days later or something? <laughs> but, you know, I guess they're busy. They got stuff to do. But it was just the weekend, though, right? Like, he just got Yeah, scared. it was the weekend. <laughs> but, I it was, mean... It was, if, like, Monday. I don't care if it's the weekend. Yeah. I'm I'm getting together <laughs> with these three people. I'm at least talking on the way out of the school. Yeah. <laughs> like, when our parents come pick us up, <laughs> like, after detention is done. I'm... We're having a conversation oh about what God. we just went through. <laughs> so funny. That's so true. Yeah, they didn't kiss until the Monday. Yeah. They got back. And then they really knew how to kiss because they practiced once. Oh, the kiss with The Rock and yeah, Karen Gillan was swirl. so funny. <laughs> that was so funny. She was great. She was, like, she's not a comedian. Yeah. Uh, but she was very funny in the, in the flirting scene. Yeah, she did like, well. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, no, she was on the show Selfie. So, I mean, she's not a comedian, but she can handle comedy. Yeah, she was. I thought she was great. James, we know about these shows, man. Selfie? I only know what, <laughs> I, what is what <laughs> network is that on? That uh, selfie, I believe it was on uh, ABC, the uh, ABC, the American ABC. Broadcasting Company. Oh wow, um, okay. that's a big. She show was there. also on Doctor Who, and she was funny on that too. Okay, well, uh, that's the yeah. I mean, there was a swirl in this movie. Jarrah said, but see here, let me just. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- I'm gonna actually, Nick, if you can give me some music. Uh oh. Dear Jarrah, what happened? What happened to the swirl segment? Don't you understand that a swirl is not just a kiss on screen? I feel like (laughs) we have diluted the purpose of the swirl. The swirl used to be... Oh, come on, Bray. (laughs) When a black man and a white woman had sex on screen. And the reason for that is because it never happened. It never happened in any movie unless the movie was about race. Or 2015 Focus. But now, or the, and then again last year. Focus the Will Smith movie? Focus the Will Smith movie and The Mountain Between Us are the oh, yeah. only two movies that have a black man and a white woman having sex on screen and the movie's not about race. Jarrah, what happened to you, man? No, I know you're a feminist and we can't do this world every week because you get a lot of crap for that. I respect that. Respect that. But when you talk about a swirl, don't be bringing up a kiss 
and pretending it's a swirl. It's not a swirl. Now, does it even count as a swirl because the characters, the human beings were both white? That's exactly right. <laughs> That's my further point. Both of these people were white. In fact, we've talked about this before. It happened with Will Smith. It's happening with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They're trying to pretend like this man ain't black because he's white. He's a white kid in real life. And then he goes to the video game and he's black and they don't say anything. And you know what? There's a part of me that really likes that. And then there's another part of me that's like, are they erasing his race? Because they did that in San Andreas where he had a white wife and a white daughter with blue eyes. And they didn't mention it at all. And I know some fans have said, hey, that happens. And I go, sure, maybe. (laughs) But statistically. But statistically, come on, y'all. That daughter was very white. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, Jarrah, come on, man. Do better. Do better, Jarrah. Do better on the swirl. Do better. All right. That's that, my, that ends my dear Jarrah. Hey, segment. wait. Real quick. Real quick, you guys. So, this is crazy. So, Zach, you may not know about this, but but the movies that we've been watching lately. I, I, so, so, like, I was watching Jumanji, okay? And, like, while I was watching it, you probably, I mean, Bray, Bray probably noticed it, but, Zach, you may not have seen it. So, like, I was watching it. And, like, you know how there's, like, a jaguar's eye, right, that they got to get, and it's green and it's shiny. Yeah, it's a green emerald. They got to get it. I noticed that and part, it's, yeah. Yeah, no, but, the, but the, no, I know you noticed that part, but, like, but then they got to get it, and then there's, like, there's, like, a villain that's, like, trying to get, like, the villain is, like, after it. The villain's, like, trying to get it. So I noticed it. I mean, and Bray probably noticed this part, and I noticed it. I think we all noticed that's this part. That's one of the Infinity Stones that the Hancock <laughs> Justice League... Is trying to protect. Now, I didn't get to talk about this with Bright because I wasn't there. Okay? But there is a magic wand in Bright that the villain is trying to get. That's another Infinity Stone. Okay? So we got two Infinity Stones, the magic wand in Bright, okay? And then the Jaguar's Eye in in, in Jumanji. And the Hancock Justice League, which we all know features Hancock, who's the Superman of the group. Lonnie from Almost Christmas, you know, because he can take bullets to the chest. They like Cruz from Coco because he can fly. You know, music is his superpower, okay? And then Floor, right? Because people are in, in Spanglish, because people are compelled to stare at her. The Bulldog from Roman J. Israel, okay? Because he's, you know, mysterious and strong. And then the, the three bu- kids the from Bulldog. London. Are you talking about the Bulldog statue? <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about the, the statue. The, the, He's talking the about three the kids statue. Because they can green they have green lantern powers. You know what I mean? They have green lantern as power. So this is crazy how all of these movies are all in this extended universe for the Hancock Justice League. Just well, did very you exciting. stay did you stay to the end of the Jumanji credits? Oh uh, shoot. Is there something at the end of the credits? Yeah. Um, I didn't. The Hancock Thanos, uh, which is um <laughs> I hate uh, you so much. <laughs> I can't even think of a character who it would be. Uh, Honestly, that was enough. That was enough for me to hate you and for James to love you. Okay, well, I got to go back and watch Hancock, that so I can see what watch. happened to him. Because I'm sure there is a Thanos yeah. in the Hancock yeah. universe. Hancock so I got to go Thanos back and watch up. it. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. I love how you're calling it Hancock Justice League, but bringing in Marvel's <laughs> Infinity Stones. I don't know. I I feel like that is what it is. I feel like they're Infinity Stones. Okay. And then it's the Hancock Justice League. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really cool that they're doing this. I mean, like, it's really cool that they- No one's doing this. sort of- No, it's great that they have- You are doing Sort of- (laughs) It's great. No, what are you talking about? The Hancock Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the Hancock Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the the HCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) 
All I, right, it's time for the cause. I just want to say, you you thought maybe I hadn't noticed that, but I had noticed that. He did I, notice. I was going to bring that up if you didn't bring it <laughs> Oh, you did notice. Yeah. See, I didn't know, because I, I thought that, like, I thought I was, like, the only one watching it. And I know I've been talking about it so good. I'm glad you, Zach, I'm glad you, yeah. you stayed for the end credits. Right. I got to go back and do that. It's okay. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them or how well we believe they were made critically, but how much they help the cause of more leading actors of color in Hollywood. So, if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think, you know, it kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it any rating. Just nothing. You guys ready? Because on the count of three, we're going to throw up what our ratings were. Okay. Here we go. One. Two. Oh, snap. All right. We got a black fist and a white palm in the studio. James, what'd you give it? I gave it a fist. So two black fists and one white palm. Am I am, am I eligible to give it a white fist as somewhere in between a, a black fist and a white palm? No, because the two black fists and one white palm, you know, they, okay. they, they all average out. Why'd you give it a white fist, Zach? Uh, a white palm. <laughs> You got uh, me just, saying a white, a white fist is something entirely different. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess I don't really fully know why. Like, it obviously, it had two actors of color who yeah. were the main characters, uh, and that was great. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I don't know. But, it, but like you were saying, there were moments where it was like, are they erasing the rocks race? That's true. And, and, you know, um, I don't know. I, I would put it somewhere in between. Got I, it. I think it's overall a victory. But maybe not like a strong, decisive right, right. victory. Yeah. Well, I mean, I gave it a, I gave it a fist just because, The Rock. I mean, he's doing it. You know, he's 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 achieved this status. I mean, we've talked about him a bunch anyway. But like, he is the new Will Smith in terms of what Will Smith did in the '90s and early 2000s, and you know, uh, and Kevin, him and Kevin Hart make a great duo. Like Gerard was saying, oh, Gerard gave the movie a fist. He wants us to let you know. Um, you know, I don't really care, but you know, he, he did. And then, uh, cause he ain't here. He didn't come into work today. You hear that? Gerard. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> so antagonistic against him. You're uh, like, give me some music. Let me talk to Gerard. <laughs> Gerard, why didn't you come into work today? Gerard. That's it. That's the end of my, <laughs> Gerard, why didn't you come into work today? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Kevin Hart and The Rock are doing their thing. I kind of understand why you gave it a white palm because The Rock and Kevin Hart have been doing their thing for a while. It's like, do other people get to do this? But I mean, I do like the, the fact that they didn't really talk about race too much was cool and that these people get to be action stars. I mean, it was great. I thought it was really fun. And, uh, yeah. What do you think, James? Yeah, I um because I had some of those issues of like of uh erasing the rock's race and the gender stuff that I was talking about before. I was going back and forth between whether or not to give it a palm or a fist too. And also like, you know, the rock and Kevin Hart's fame has sort of been cemented. So it's like at at, at what point is it helping or is it just like now it's just more roles for them? So I I get that for sure. But this gets a fist for me because uh 
two black people are revitalizing a film that I like loved when I was a kid, you know, and like they aren't the side characters like David Allen Greer was, who I loved in that, you know, when I when I saw the first one, but they are now like they are the main characters, right? And I feel like that is awesome. Like kids are gonna go see this movie, and they're just they're the, the couple black leads in it, and like and they and they don't even really talk about race that much, but they do something. They don't shy away from it completely. You know, it's like no, we're black. You know, Kevin Hart has those moments where he talks about being black, and so it's like it's cool that I think that like that that this movie for kids and also uh, touching people of another generation as well is happening with these two black uh, leads in it, right? Um, and then also like what the what people have been saying because I had the gender issues that I had watching it, but people saying the sort of thing of like, you know, Jack Black kind of defends the, the character a little bit, and they kind of have some of these conversations. They they talk about, um, uh, you know, briefly so that they can move past it and get to the funny, but like at least address those things. So I think that that's good for that reason. I I gave it a fist for that reason. Nice. So two black fists, one white palm. Um. Zach, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Is there anything uh, you would like to promote or people can see you or follow you? Uh, Season two of Crashing is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I'm back in the building for that. So uh, check that out. Nice. Season two of Crashing on HBO. Steal somebody's HBO Go password. (laughs) (laughs) Or just just get it yourself, honestly. Um, James, what you got? Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three R D. Uh, if you are in LA, January twenty third through the twenty sixth, I'm in the CBS Diversity Showcase. Uh, there are tickets. You can find out ticket information on my website, which I've already said the name, James Third Comedy. What was it? Dot com. Oh right, that's it. Yes, Gerard Milligan is probably is says he's off social media, even though he's constantly on it. He's constantly on it. He's on Twitter and Instagram. He says he's off it, but he's not. So go follow him at Gerard Milligan. I think it's like Gerard Milligan or whatever. Whatever. He's the only Gerard Milligan. J E R A H. That's right. I'm spelling out his name because nobody spells his name right. Uh, <laughs> and then. You can follow me at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K on Twitter, Instagram, johnbraylock.com is my website. You can follow the podcast at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We love it when fans reach out, talk to us, let us know how you felt about the movie. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. If you give us five stars, we read your ratings on the air. And I So yeah, so wait, so you're saying Hancock Thanos is is at the end of Jumanji? <laughs> yeah. Because that's so crazy. Cause I, cause I haven't seen him yet, so I'm like wondering, like, who even is he gonna be? In I actually the, in remember the now who it is. It's um. You remember now who it is? Who yeah. is it? Hancock Thanos is uh, it's the mountain from the mountain between us. That's Hancock Thanos. <laughs> the yes, yeah, no, of course, of, of the course, mountain. the mountain from the mountain, from the mountain between us. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I got to go back and see. I got to go back and see it. And so, like, now the mountain is trying. And it makes sense why the mountain, because the mountain is trying to get the Infinity Stone. Because it's made of stone and it wants its stone. It's made of stone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mountain trying to get. Okay. And the mountain. I'm interested to see what these are. Here's here's where we get into it. The mountain, what's the rock made of? What's the mountain made of? It's made of the rock. 
It's made of the rock. The rock. Oh my gosh. This is this is incredible. I this is gonna be this is gonna be the epic team up, you know, is gonna be you know, when they when they when they it's gonna have like a what's a song? Ooh, okay, cause cause you know, cause Justice League, they did like a cover of Come Together, right? <laughs> they did a cover of All Come right, Together. Uh, no, no, no. So I think so I think this <laughs> Yo, for real, I what, for real, I have zero idea which because because the year has passed, they all say what they just say one year ago. <laughs> and now oh, I know. So you can't tell which ones I are can't recent tell. But there is this one that I want to read, even though it's probably not recent. And it says just because it says just because by Leo in Brooklyn. I want y'all to read this on air. Make America cool again. Slogan for the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it I worked. don't remember. I don't remember that one being read. So, I don't remember it being read either, which is why I read it. And uh, you know, thank you guys for reviewing. <laughs> I can't find any other reviews because it says one year ago. Y two K all over again. Y two K, man, this is real. Y two K is real, you know. Yeah, that's the bug. Uh, so you know, thanks for reviewing. And uh, next week. Will we review Bebe's kids? Who knows? That's what Jarrah wants us to review. That's oh, very Bebe's exciting. Kids. But there is that new um, movie with what's it? Proud Mary coming oh, out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that coming out like this weekend? I don't know when it comes yeah, out. But uh, the weekend out. of this podcast might, coming out. It might. So we might have to review that. I would see that. Yeah. I would go see that. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. All right, Zach. Thank you again for coming on, Jarrah. You're not here. James, you want to do Jarrah's log out? Okay, yeah. We'll see you next week. Uh, Peace! Did I do that right? Did I do it? (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!